you know, would like to send our condolences to, uh, to the family. And um, as an association, this situation is, was just unfortunate. And it happened at a time where uh, we have launched a safety campaign. Um, indeed, we uh, we learn as we go. Um, it is happening for the first time in South Africa. And our understanding um, with the whole thing is that um, we we didn't see it coming. And previously, you would get um, um, incidents whereby the trailer um, is, you know, it, it, it gets to be, um, be stuck under the bridge. And it doesn't, you know, uh, get to, especially with those abnormal loads. And, and therefore, uh, this one, uh, really, for the first time, it, it really worried us. And uh, the driver is well trained. Mm. Uh, remember, the type of trailers that that we use on the road, they differ. So they, there's those explosives where there's a gas, fuel, and and petroleum. And then you get uh, your, your your normal trailers where it's, it's your, you know, side refrigerator trailer and, and, the, and the tankers uh, that is carrying uh, maybe, you know, your ash. And then you also get your flatic trailers. And then specific uh, 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 trailers where drivers are, are trained uh, with special safety requirements is the, is the explosives and the one for the abnormal loads because you will be touching two lanes. And this one specific says, uh, make sure that nobody smokes, uh, nobody uh, smokes near this trailer. Mm. Uh, do not answer the cell phone near this trailer. So it, 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 it came as a shock because it is something that we never thought it would ever, ever happen in South Africa. Yeah. Are you satisfied, uh, Mary, just from all mm. the, 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 the mm. reports at this point um, about the immediate steps and actions that the driver took upon the realization that he was now stuck under this bridge. Are you satisfied that he did all that was possible, that he should have done as a as, as, as a responsible operator of, of, of a vehicle, of course, carrying, um, you know, as, you know, petroleum gas, that, that he did what he could have done? And, uh, you know, for people who, are, of course, wanting to place all the blame on on him to say mm. that uh, these 34 people would perhaps still be alive if, 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 you know, he had done something more, what do you make? Of, of, of that argument mm-hmm. and, and are you satisfied again by the steps that he took um, upon realizing that he was stuck? It is never enough um, to make sure that people are safe on the road and uh, because of that reason we are saying that um, there are so many things that could have been done to avoid that incident in Foxbeck. So what we are saying is that um, um, we feel that the, the, the driver could have you know, done more despite the fact that maybe some of the things were were in such a way that he could not control. But safety, safety is something else. Safety says um, everything that you see, even in, in your own home, uh, everything that you see, you are not safe in it. So we feel that, uh, you know, that driver could have done more, es- especially when we've lost so many lives. You know, when, when, when one person dies, you know, it's, it's it's painful. So when we get to the default, we become so sensitive to ask ourselves that what is happening. You know, 
every, every time we look at the news and say, please, they should not add another number here. Mm. Because this is, this is a, a painful situation. It's sensitive. You know, it needs to accommodate the community. It must accommodate the family. And we feel as an association that we failed everyone. Uh, the municipality failed everyone. The company itself failed everyone. And the driver failed everyone. We need to be speaking totally different. We cannot even say that um, we, we are accepting the fact that uh, the driver must get away with this thing. It's serious. Mm-hmm. You you spoke about um, uh, launching a, a safety campaign. Tell me a bit mm-hmm. about it. What what will it entail? What we have um, been working on on the road is that we thought we need to reach out to the drivers to engage with them and, and tell them, like, look, you know, since the beginning of the year, for the first time in the freight industry, uh, there are so many accidents. Uh, it doesn't end there. We are losing lives. And uh, we we have seen some of the um, uh, research telling us that it is due to negligence, it is due to fatigue. And we thought, you know, let's do this awareness to send a message to the operators, to send a message to the drivers to say, uh, you can do better than this. You can save lives. Drivers, when they leave a yard every morning, uh, they use a checklist where uh, they check a truck and they have a right to tell an operator or employer to say, uh, I'm not using this truck because it's not in a good condition. But now that uh, some of them cannot do that, we thought, you know, let's go on the road and and share, um, you know, the campaign so that they can know that they have a right somewhere. And as well as to say to the operator, we can see you. It's not about about, um, uh, the, the, the performance of the company here. We need to be thinking once again and mm. try to save lives. Yes. Mm. Your, your association has also previously called for a special permit to be mm. introduced for the trucking industry. Mm. What, what 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 would this permit uh, um, achieve in your view um, in, in terms of really mm. changing the, the the state of the trucking industry? Mm. Look, um, what what we are saying is that uh, the industry was deregulated in nineteen eighty eight. And we want the people to understand it, the fact. Um, in 1974, the operating licenses were, 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 were um, also removed on the system. What you are saying as is, 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 is TASA is that um, if you bring back operating license, you are going to assist the Department of Transport to have an upper hand to any transporter that is on the road. At the moment, there's nothing that is happening. You can imagine you have, uh, for example, any accident everywhere in this country. And then the next thing you see, a company, you know, uh, driving around, making more money, as if they don't care about the accident that it happened. So that will give an opportunity for the department to be able to say, you've been traveling in the national roads, wait a minute. Let us che- give, let's give you seven days suspension. Go and do a checklist. Tell us why you've, you've, you, this accident had happened. We are going to reduce a lot of accidents. That's number one. Mm. Number two, the industry is, is uh, monopolized in such a way that uh, because there is no say, it doesn't balance. You know, you go to the OEM. OEM is a place where it, it's a dealership where they sell you a vehicle. And when you get to the OEM, they, 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 they give preference uh, to companies that uh, were highly advantaged previously. 
and and therefore um, uh, those that want to enter into the trucking industry, they tend to struggle and they tend not to be accommodated. So the operating license will be saying that I have a license. We are all equal. There is a playground here. You cannot think that you can do things, you know, on your own and and not accommodate us. But for now, it's do it for yourself. And 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 the third thing is that everyone can start this industry. And a lot of people have lost money in the process. Um, in, in a mm-hmm. way that you know, you enter the industry, you don't know where you will get work. You don't know whether you would be paid um, pay a load that you travel with. You don't have a contract and all those things. We need to stop those things because we have a huge number of trucks on the road. We're sure. not saying people should not go into business. But we are saying there's a, a lot of number of trucks on the road. We are running about 340,000 trucks as per in it is live in the in the. In the in, in, in our roads in South Africa. Sure. And we need to to try and reduce it. Let's talk a bit, uh, Mary, about uh, the, the responsibility that these companies should take when tragedies of this nature happen, right? We, we're talking about the, the Boxburg explosion now. Yeah. That's the most recent. But over the year, really, we've seen some horrific incidents. Um, mm. School children dying mm. in, in, um, in, in, an, in an accident. Um, uh, almost 20, I believe it was, or Pongola, just a couple of months ago. Mm. What sort of responsibility are companies taking when these sort of incidents happen? Um, in the actual first, they were supposed to uh, stop all vehicles and do a safety internal uh, safety awareness. Go back to uh, to their safety file, tick the boxes, uh, check whether uh, you know is the communication going through the driver on a daily basis, which is called the toolbox talk. And secondly, um, is the driver monitored accordingly? Because there are, there are systems that you put on the track. Uh, is the drive cam? You can put a two-way radio, and also the access of the driver on the road with the cell phone. All the tracks in South Africa they have that. Even insurance companies now are also issuing the operators with that. So they should do those things and monitor the brake use the brake system to be able to check what is the behavior of these trucks on the road. We've got control rooms where we check whether this truck is traveling at a high speed or not. It's even on our cell phones. So safety in terms of the freight industry is covered. So therefore, companies must be aware of these things and take it seriously. We cannot afford to be seeing a person overtaking uh, another truck and go and hit a, a buggy, you know, um, uh, carrying... 21 learners or more, and and those people die um, on the spot. It it, it means that uh, this person somehow, despite the fact that you are stuck, you could be able to tell that the the behavior of this, your your alert must come in and say the behavior is not good. Sure, and we we hope, of course, Mary, that that, that those mm. sort of those sort of interventions are ongoing. But mm. my question really is: now that this mm. has happened, though, what mm. sort of what what sort of responsibility should the company take mm. here? Because for for families, I can't imagine what they're dealing with here, having mm. lost people. But many will want the company to pay. Do you agree mm. with that? We we normally have um, the insurance. Uh, one is the goods in transit, and another one is the public liability insurance. You, you don't they in, always include it in your insurance. So that insurance must must kick in to be able to assist in this situation. It depends. Uh, it differs on on the on the 
on the amount um, um, uh, that you've been short for. I'm aware that the goods in transit start from 500 up. I'm aware that the public liability starts from 3 million up. Um, and, and surely companies uh, um, don't have a choice as long as you've insured a vehicle or anything that you have in the business of the freight industry, that insurance becomes automatically part of that of, of that um, deal. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Mary, just, just one, one last one as well. Mm-hmm. Um, as as we kind of think about what's, what's happening in the region as well, I suppose outside of South African uh, borders, we've, mm-hmm. we've heard a lot of, uh, again, when we, when we talk about the immigration issue in, in the country as well, the trucking industry also comes mm-hmm. into play quite, quite a bit, right, about where people are, um, where the workers, where the drivers, in fact, are coming from, where they're, in fact, mm-hmm. being trained. How is that being, being addressed in, in, in your industry um, where, you know, if you're hiring people, you're not quite sure where, where they're being trained. Is that uh, mm-hmm. contributing perhaps to, to some of these issues or workers not being paid enough and so they wanting to squeeze in another trip or push on longer so that they can earn mm-hmm. a bit more? I mean, these, these are some of the, the, the experiences that, that we're hearing about within the industry. Are those being, being dealt with effectively? And might that perhaps also lead to, to, a, to a better trucking industry overall? Um, I'm, I think you've asked, you've asked me four questions in, in that uh, <laughs> sentence. I'll try to cover it at all. Um, the first thing is that the, 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 the accident that we see on the road in South Africa, um, you know, it doesn't matter who. It's just the driver uh, causing an accident. So, um, and also those drivers, they differ when we engage with them on the road as to, you know, what is, what is your problem? Some of them, they are you know, saying they're traveling, traveling more hours, and some of them are saying they don't get rest. rest. Some of them are saying that um, they are paid payload, and some of them are saying that um, the, the, the companies are expecting them uh, to be inside the truck for 24 hours. Mm. Uh, those are the issues that we must deal with. In, in June this year, um, we, we've signed a, 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 a document that was uh, and, and, and done by the Department of Transport. It's called the Implementation Plan, 11-point plan. Um, in that document, it, it, it is a task team that was appointed by the Minister of Transport, Minister Mbalula. The aim of that came after uh, the uh, truck driver unions went on a strike against the foreign uh, truck drivers. And in that implementation plan, there are points there, I think about four of them, where we'll be dealing with the issue of the national uh, traffic uh, um, uh, um, uh, national traffic register, where we need to see how foreign truck drivers are registered in South Africa. Minister Mzualedi uh, openly told us that uh, hiring a foreign truck driver is a crime because you need to apply to the Department of Labor. You need to apply to the Department of Home Affairs first before you hire a person mm. so that they can check whether it's a scare steal or not. And at the moment, it is not on the list of the scale scheme. If you are driving a foreign truck driver, you must know that you are breaking the law. Now, when it comes to the issue of the border, um, we are aware that at Libombo currently, we are sitting with a security issue. Um, it goes beyond uh, the issue of, of congestion. Uh, there are issues that need to be resolved there. And the reason for it is because different countries use different documents sure. to, 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 to sign in a driver. 
uh, when they move to the other side of, with the goods. So it, it, that congestion is caused by uh, not linked or maybe not parallel documents at the cross border when you, you want to use the load to the other side. I think after I've tried to, to answer this. Let me let me thank you very much, uh, Mary Pardi, for your time with us uh, this morning. The president of the Truckers Association of South Africa, TASA, on the line there.